0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of So True with Sophie Ross. I'm your host, Sophie Ross. This podcast is brought to you by Adore Me Lingerie, inclusive lingerie, loungewear, and more in sizes XS through 4X. Get your first matching set for 50% off and use my code SO True10 for an additional $10 off. You know the drill. Today I am joined by one of my icons, honestly. I was super nervous and starstruck by her during the conversation, which you might be able to tell during the recording. I never ever get nervous really for these recordings, but she's just so iconic and smart and hilarious. Her name is Allison Libby. You might know her from one of my favorite podcasts, Ruined. She is a comedian, a TV writer, obviously podcast host, and so much more. She is a true Renaissance woman, and just so, so quick and witty and funny. And again, I'm so starstruck by her because she is truly a star. And Allison is a Bravo mega fan. She was so excited to talk about all things Bravo, and she did not disappoint with her hot takes. We talk a lot about Winter House, Summer House, Southern Charm, All things Real Housewives, obviously, as well as Elon Musk and like the state of things on Twitter. The new Barbarian movie on HBO. We had to get some horror movie talk in there. Kendall Jenner, Greg Grippo, and Victoria Fuller. Spoiler alert, Bachelor in Paradise, spoiler alert. And so much more. This is a great episode. Allison is amazing. And I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, guys. I am here with someone that I am very, very, very excited about. I've been telling her this entire time how nervous and starstruck I am right now. I'm obsessed with her. Her name is Allison Levy. She is a comedian, a TV writer. Uh, host of the podcast Ruined. If you follow me on Instagram, you know by now that it's like one of my favorite podcasts. She also had a very, very, very successful live show called Oh God, a show about abortion. Allison, how are you? I'm so excited to have you on.
1: Oh my God. I'm so excited to be here. I like, I'm like doing this in like sweatpants and like still don't own a ring light, like two and a half years into this hell that is our computers. Like I don't, I'm just like, whoops, sorry. Is this impressive? (laughs)
0: It's really, (laughs) it's really a good thing because same here, I'm in sweatpants. I do have a ring light.
1: Yeah, you look great. Your skin looks fabulous. You you (laughs) look lit. I look like I'm like in 1987. Like it's so dark in my apartment and like, the MacBook camera is so bad that it just, like, it's so grainy and dark. So apologies. That's,
0: like, why I got a ring light, because I have zero natural light in, like, my dungeon of an apartment. Like, mm. it's one of those apartments that doesn't have a view. I just, like, face another building. So, like, no natural light.
1: I have the same the same thing. So, like, by this, it's, like, 5 o'clock, which means it's, like, dark in New York. But, like, it's just, like, there's no light coming in. It's just, like, all shadows. So it's hard. Just darkness.
0: Just darkness. Honestly, darkness all the time in my apartment. All the time.
1: All around everything.
0: (laughs) Yep, yep. Speaking of darkness, Mm -hmm. how's that for a segue? That's a
1: perfect segue for whatever you're going to talk about
0: (laughs) You're like, where the fuck is this going? But I don't know how I discovered Ruined. I feel like someone recommended it. Maybe I saw it on like Reddit or something. I don't even know. But during October, I get in a very, very, very spooky mood. Like I want to watch all of the horror stuff and actually having COVID during Halloween weekend was actually kind of nice. Like I was sad that I missed like this Halloween party that I was going to go to and I had the perfect Julia Fox costume. Oh my God. Amazing. I know. So that was sad, but like I literally just watched spooky shit the entire weekend. I feel like that's the next
1: best way to celebrate. Like, if you can't go out and do something, it's just like, like, just cuddle up with scary movies.
0: Yeah, you're like getting it all in. Yes. Like, I feel like you have until November 1st to like, you know, get it all, get all the spooky stuff in. But I'm like you, where I can't watch like the super, super, super scary, like gory, like slasher, really creepy stuff. But I read the Wikipedia page every single time. Yeah,
1: our podcast, It like the idea for it came from, I'm that person who's reading Wikipedia and Hallie, who like is obsessed with horror, would just be like, she would like G chat me and be like, I just saw this like, Intense, scary movie, and I want to tell people about it, but like everybody I know wants to see it. And I'm like, you could tell me what happens because like I'm never going to see that movie. (laughs) And so then we were like, oh, this is like a thing we do. And then it became the podcast. So like if you read Wikipedia, we're live Wikipedia. That's like the point.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So basically, if you're listening to this and you're like, what is ruin? But like if you're asking yourself that, like, What? Yeah. You have no idea what you're missing. You're missing uh,
1: two maniacs talking.
0: (laughs) And it's so funny. So basically, Allison does not like to watch scary movies, but she wants all the details. So Hallie explains in detail the plot of a scary movie. Yes. I'm trying to think of the episode. The episode I was listening to today actually is X. Oh, yes.
1: That was a live show that we did, I think. Yes, yes. The live shows sound the same. They're high quality because it's just like us on mic because Hallie's in LA. So we do them all online. Also COVID. Um, So it's just like easier. But yeah, that was such a good one. That, it's great. I think I could have watched that one.
0: So I actually, because it's like A24, you yeah. know, like it's like the cool art house scary movie. Yeah.
1: And it's like, they're going to make it like interesting and stylistic and and like, and then ultimately like it felt like that story wasn't like, it was scary. It's a scary movie, but like, it's nothing compared to like some of the other movies that we've done that are horror movies that come out. So I feel like that's like in the camp of like knowing what happens. I'm like, I could watch that. Right. Right. Well, did you watch it or did you just listen?
0: No, I won't watch it. (laughs) But I here's the thing. Like I watched Barbarian this weekend. Yeah, you said that. That's crazy. Which I actually, I actually loved. And the only way that I can watch a horror movie is if I've already read the Wikipedia page. So mm-hmm. I, there's no jump scares. Like I know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Why do you spoil it for yourself? It's like So and I don't I'm have like,
1: nightmares?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, that's the only way I can watch it. And it was really, really enjoyable. Like I really
1: enjoyed it. But
0: that's definitely one that you guys should do. We
1: did a live show of it, like the weekend it came out or whatever. And then we're going to release that coming. We never want to like ruin the box office for people and, like, give away the endings to movies that are still in theaters. So, like, while it was in theaters, we wouldn't, like, just release an episode as if, like, we have the power to, like, stop people from seeing a movie. But, like... That's really great. Yeah. Like,
0: I love that. We're both,
1: like, in the entertainment industry and, like, understand, like... Especially horror, like, the importance is, like the surprise. Like, we don't want to ruin that, uh-huh. especially when there's literally thousands of scary movies that aren't in theaters that we can do. So we'll be releasing yeah. that down the road, but we did it. And it sat, everybody who's seen it said it was incredible.
0: Yeah, no, it was because it, it's actually kind of a comedy at the same time.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. And a comedy guy, I think he, uh, the, I think the, one of the guys who wrote it is like from uh-huh. UC, the Upright Citizens Brigade and from kind of the UCB world.
0: Yep, yep. And... I think. What's his name? Bill Skarsgard.
1: Oh, so scary. What a scary Skarsgard.
0: <laughs> I had never like felt the sexual attraction towards him that I do for his brother, mm-hmm. Alexander. hmm hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Until I watched this. Yes. I was like, Bill, Billy can get He's it. He's a babe. Yeah, he is. Um, Justin Long is in it. Oh, that's right, right, right. Yes. I forget the actress's name. She's British. Yeah. Um, she I, was actually in an episode of Black Mirror.
1: Yeah. I forget I recognized her just like in the trailer or whatever.
0: Yeah. She was fabulous though. Um, so yeah, great movie. And so I was listening to X because I didn't realize that that new movie, Pearl, which I also read the Wikipedia page for, no plans on seeing it, Mm -hmm. that is a prequel to X. Yes. So did you
1: guys do Pearl also? Not yet. I don't know if Hallie's gotten the chance to see it because it just, it came out recently, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that might be like on the docket for coming up, but we're going to have to because we did X. We're going to have to do the prequel.
0: Yep, yep. Exactly. You have to. Yeah. You have no choice. I'll be waiting. (laughs) We're
1: bound by the rules of sequels and prequels and remakes. That it's like every time we do something, it's like, you know, even like you do like Halloween and it's like, well, there's 10 Halloween movies. So time to start covering those. (laughs) Like there's time to buckle down. There's so much horror. Like so many horror movies get made and so many of them are like franchises or like Uh are all like connected in a way. It's like obviously like, all I know about Halloween is that Kyle Richards is in it, so Kyle. <laughs> That's like my connection to that franchise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Jamie Lee Curtis was like at the reunion? Yes,
1: yes. And Dorit like thinks that she's a part of it somehow. it's like, no, girl, you're not part of this charity or these wind chimes or like Jamie Lee Curtis's <laughs> circle. Like you're just not. You, say, you saying something was so chic, like didn't change the trajectory of like her weird merch, <laughs> like.
0: Someone I follow on Twitter dressed up as the chic wind chimes for Halloween, which I love. I feel like
1: I saw that like maybe the same per like I don't know like <laughs> if it was somebody yeah. you knew personally or if it was just like someone like someone you know or follow. I feel like I saw it too. It was
0: like someone on Twitter and like how many
1: people? Yeah, I feel like I saw someone dressed as that too and was <laughs> like, "Yes, it's this. This is Halloween.
0: <laughs> this this is what it's all about," like, maybe. Yeah,
1: just dress up as different uh like props from housewives <laughs> yeah. somebody could be the bunny that uh kim gave the back bunny to that,
0: yeah kim returns to renna the tear yeah the the single tear that Rena made so, the days of our lives
1: tear that she would manage to muster oh my god
0: i actually oh my god see this is just turning into a podcast about a podcast because <laughs> i just want to talk to you about ruined i'm i'm gonna wrap it up soon
1: <gasps> fabulous
0: I love it. But yeah, I love your live episodes because they're not like... Whenever I see like a live episode of a podcast I listen to, I'm like, I, I can't hear you. The audience is annoying. Right. But it's like, it's, it's just you guys getting... Chats,
1: Yeah. From, yeah. Yeah, our live shows are fun because, like, they have, like, a chat function for the, all mm-hmm. the audience. And, like, people have, like, become friends in the chat and are, like, friends now. And it's, like, such a beautiful, we're just, like, we love this. That's so cute. But it's on a little bit of a delay. So we try and, like, kind of, like, Give some buffer and like stretch, and then like when we get them, we start like reading them and being like, "Oh, like so and so said this," and kind of giving them a shout out on the pod. But like because it's all recorded in our homes anyway, it, it doesn't have that like Ugh, a live show where there's like uh-huh. audio issues and it's just like they're at some big venue and it's like no, nope, uh-huh. we're still at home.
0: <laughs> it's it's great. Another episode I listened to recently. I'm really getting through all of them. I mean, there's but- a lot,
1: there's like 132 episodes up now. There's so much content. I know. You are a content creator. Yeah, I know. That is what's happening. I know. And (laughs) Hallie and I want to do other stuff and we're both like, this is so much work. (laughs)
0: Oh my God. It's so much fun to listen to. I listened to The Hills Have Eyes. Great. Maybe like two nights ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a crazy (laughs) movie. Like there are these movies that like, I don't know if you feel similarly. There's like part of the reason we wanted to do it is like that's a movie that's, like, referenced in other pop culture. That title was so familiar to me, but I had no idea what that movie was. And, like, uh-huh. there's so many times, like, where I'm watching, like, something else, and they like, they're, like they like, oh, yeah, real hills have eyes situation over here. And I'm, like, the fuck does that mean? Um, <laughs> And I feel like there's so—horror movies are such a thing that, like, it's been, like, actually, like, I watch things now, and I'm, like, I get this reference. That's great. <laughs>
0: That's actually such a good point because my boyfriend plays fantasy football Mm. and I came up with his team name this year and and I, do you know who Ryan Tannehill is? He's like
1: a football player. No, I don't. Football's like one thing that I really am just like, I'm out.
0: It's like, he's not even like a star. He's like a backup quarterback. But if you can see where I'm going with this, I came up with the Tannahills have eyes, and it's just like I'm so proud. Okay, of that. that's fabulous. Like, I've never, I've never even seen the movie, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> and you don't need um, to. <laughs> now I don't need yeah, to. We'll I know watch exactly it for you. what happens. Exactly. Jupiter, or whatever his name is. Yes, yes. Oh my God, I uh, forgot ju- about that one. Jupiter. Um, one other thing about you is that you have consulted for Broad City before. Yes. That is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's the best. It's the best. Like, me and my friends still to this day just quote Hurricane Wanda, that episode, like, all the time. Like, Marla Bevers. The Marla Bevers of it all.
1: Just such a good... So funny. There was, like, an old episode on T. I still have, like, cable. I'm one of the, like, seven people under 80 who still has cable. No, same. I can't give it up. I can't. I I like... I mean, I... you're a Bravo person. I feel like yeah. 85% of my wanting to keep terrestrial cable is wanting to have Bravo just like for like the Saturday afternoon or not Saturday, but like the days where it's like, yeah, they're just airing season two of Vanderpump Rules. And I'm like, yeah, that's my day now. I'm watching that.
0: Yep, exactly. And <laughs> there is nothing like that. There isn't. When you're like, wait, there's a season two VPR marathon on Bravo right
1: now. Like that, this is what life is about. Versus like- Opening Peacock and being like, okay, I'm going to go watch season two of Vanderpump. It just feels like a different thing. Uh I don't know. So I like watching on cable, but like they were airing Old Broad City at some point and I would just like caught an episode and I was like, this really holds up. Like it's still so goddamn funny.
0: It really is. And I mean, I tell everyone who like hasn't watched Broad City, I'm like, it's on Hulu." Hulu. It's still on Hulu,
1: right? It is still on Hulu, I believe.
0: Yeah. I mean hopefully it's on Hulu forever. So I can always like go back to it. But yeah. if you haven't seen Broad City yet, please uh, go watch it. Ugh, I just, I can't even tell you how much I love that show <gasps> and Abby and Alana. They're and the best. They're the best. Can you tell us what they're like in person? Cause I feel like they are just Abby and Alana on the show.
1: I don't know Abby quite as well. Like we've, we've hung out a few times and she's, and like worked together, but like, she's wonderful. Um, but Alana and I are close and um, we hang out all the time and still work on a lot of stuff together. And we do a lot of stand up together and kind of like, she was a, a producer on my theater show, Oh God, a show about abortion. So she like helped me a lot with that and just kind of like has been around and she's just one of the best people I've ever met. <laughs> oh my God. Just a delight, just a total delight. Like, just the, the calm version of, like, the very kind person that that, that character is. Uh-huh.
0: Your minds together. <laughs> yes. It's, like, too powerful.
1: Yeah. I, I hope to, you know, we want to work together for the rest of our lives, hopefully. So we'll see. Please do. When please the, do. Before the world ends. That's the plan.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much time we have left. So I know. Like, Not much. we got to make some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Create that content. Yes. Please. Okay, wait, going back to Bravo. Please. Have you been watching Winter House? Yes.
1: Yes. I will say that I think that like the second tier of, I, I, I consider Housewives, all Housewives franchises, tier one Bravo. Tier two is like your Southern charm, your Vanderpump, your summer house, your winter house, like and the below decks of it all. And like, I think that tier two Bravo has stepped up and become more reliably good than Uh Tier 1. I think, like, there's something going on in, like, this sphere that just, like, it. I think because they're a little younger, so, like, I just connect a little more with, like, I mean, I don't connect to any of the people um, on Winterhouse. I don't understand how any of their lives work. (laughs) But, like, there's something just more understandable about it and, like, that drama feels more real. I think because less of it is based in, like, I feel like we saw it on Beverly Hills this year. So much of the drama is based in what's happening, like outside the season. Uh-huh. Like, what's happening on social media in real time, like all that stuff? It's like who's leaking things to the press that's running six months before we're watching this episode? And it's like, Winterhouse is still just, like people fucking.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like drunk, 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 fucking, single, like, like
1: degenerates. Yeah. And like getting in fights in real time. And it's like, no one was leaking what was happening. Cause like, it doesn't matter. No one cares. Right. Um, right. So like, and then with it's fun.
0: Yeah. With like Beverly Hills and stuff, what does happen on camera just feels like so contrived. Yeah. It's like the dinner party where they're all like w- in full glam wearing Balenciaga. Yeah.
1: And they're like, all like I planned to have this. I'm not saying that the other shows aren't also very produced, but there's something about mm-hmm. kind of the like summer house and winter house in particular. I think that Vanderpump has been on long enough that it's a little too controlled by the people who are on it. Right. Same with Southern Charm. Also, Southern Charm I think is uh, low key the darkest show that's ever been on television. <laughs> um. Honestly, early seasons of Southern Charm or like recent Southern Charm. I went back and rewatched because they were, like, marathoning it at some point. And I, like, was like, I could get into this. And, like, you're just like, oh, you're watching people destroy um, a young woman's life. Yep, Catherine. And I'm not saying that Catherine is unimpeachable. She has done many bad things and said many terrible things. But, like, these older men... And then older women also fucking ruined Uh her life. And it's so sad, but also it was like incredible television.
0: (laughs) I know. Thomas Ravenel, incredible television. Horrible. Scum of the earth human being. Yes.
1: And I think that Shep is right up there with him, honestly.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Thomas is like still ruining Catherine's life.
1: Yes. He's like, I'm like, I don't know where those kids are, are best, but I don't think it's with him. No. That's for sure. No. But yes, I'm watching Winter House. All of that to say, I'm watching Winter House.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree, though, that like Summer House and Winter House, because the cameras are kind of like there all the time. Yeah. You don't really get that. Right. It's not just an event,
1: you know, like it's why Below Deck is so good. They're all in close quarters and it's all happening in one place. Like, yes, they go out and like that's its own thing. But like so much is like i'm coming into your room i'm going to go talk to you in your room well there's a camera in all of those rooms and it's not like we're mm-hmm. all having dinner at kyles and it's like okay well everything kind of happens at kyle's dinner party but then everybody goes off on their own like it's it's right. it's very contained in a way that like makes for really good tv
0: right what did you think of, like, the whole Luke situation?
1: Okay, so I've watched the episode a couple of times. Um, I watch every episode <laughs> multiple times. I, I, I'm i constantly gleaning. I'm also half-watching it all. T- I'm always like, my phone is also out.
0: Um, <laughs> wait, that's how I am when I watch Bravo shows? Yeah. I'm, like, on my phone also on Twitter. And then I'm like, wait, I, like, totally missed this part that everyone's talking about because I was on my phone. But I
1: think that's, like, the point of that kind of television and why it's still so satisfying is, like, Like, I was watching, what did I try? Like, it's like I watch The Handmaid's Tale still for some masochistic reason. But, like, there's shows where I'm like, oh, I can't, like, pull my phone out and passively view this because, like. You'll miss something. You'll miss something, and you'll miss something important, and you'll miss something Mm -hmm. that you couldn't necessarily guess would be happening. (laughs) Whereas, like, I could fill in the blanks with what's happening on Bravo a lot, and I can enjoy rewatching it again and again, and it's not, like reliving trauma or something. I mean, sometimes it is, but, like, it's... But You'll notice something new every time. Yeah, exactly. It's very rich. Um, yeah. I think, like... <laughs> I'm of two minds with all of the Luke stuff. I really hate Craig. And I, up until... Same. I hate Craig. I've hated Craig for a long time. I do think, like... Fuck Craig. For a while, he was the best guy on Southern Charm, which is not a high bar to clear. Exactly. Um, This year, it was Austin. And I'm like, wow, if you are the most upstanding man on this show, this show has some problems. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, I hate Craig, and I really hate how he handled all of it. I think that, like, Luke... When we first met him, and like the, ha- I was like, I don't know what this guy is, but I, 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 something turns me off to him. But then I was like, oh, it's just that he's dumb. Like, he's a dumb guy. He's not smart. And like, mm-hmm. I like Luke, most recent episode aside, I'm like pretty pro Luke. I felt bad for him with like looking back, like some of the Sierra stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, this kind of wasn't what you were anticipating. And I think you were, tr- I think that like, he needs extremely clear boundaries and he needs to be told like pretty, he's not, he's not picking up nuance and he Mm -hmm. should, that is something that men should be expected to do. Like there are cues that you guys need to learn about what women want from you. And like, I don't want to blame baby Lindsay. What's her name? Crypto Lindsay. Crypto Lindsay. That's a perfect name for her. I forget her name her real Me name. Me too. I
0: think it's like Jessica maybe. Oh, that sounds <laughs> right. Yeah, it
1: could be. Who cares?
0: Um, uh, yeah, She's very lovely, but I'm
1: like, you're a little tiny baby Lindsay and you love uh-huh. Crypto and I don't like that. And again, like the whole season is 17 days. Like, so we can only assume that like we're three or four episodes in. It's only been like 48 hours max. So like she one day is like in the hot tub, like being very into him. And then I think that she was trying to subtly explain to him that she wasn't into it anymore. But... She wasn't doing a very clear job, which again should not be her responsibility, but with someone like Luke who is like not processing in real time what's happening, you might Uh have to like stand up a little bit more. Who I really got mad at was Amanda because Amanda had just had this conversation with her where she was like, you're not feeling it, are you? And she was like, I'm really not feeling it with Luke. She was, like, super open to Amanda and told her that. And then Luke rolls in, sits down, and puts his big-ass arm on her leg, and you can see that she's uncomfortable. And Amanda doesn't say, like, Amanda, that's a great time for you to be, like, step in somehow and be like, hey, like, do you want him to be doing that? Or, like, are you comfortable with this? Instead of making some weird, like, jokey look. And it's, like, not, again, it's not the job of women to, like, step in and explain to and stop men from touching them always Uh like it it, like there is responsibility for men absolutely but like I think there were a lot of points where like if someone had just been a little clearer with Luke he would have known that so then by the time it got to he's got his arms around her and she's basically in a sports bra and she's really uncomfortable and Craig explodes at him like maybe that wouldn't have happened yeah and it wouldn't have and he wouldn't have misunderstood like I, I could see how Luke could have misread things unfortunately
0: Yeah, didn't have to, like, escalate to that point because
1: Crypto Lindsay was, like, telling everyone else
0: except really communicating it to Luke.
1: And she's, like, what, 12 years younger than him? Like, all these other people. She's, like, 25, and he's, like, almost 40. These other people could have stepped in and, like, noticed that she was uncomfortable and probably with her, like, intense Christian background stuff. Like, I don't know. They haven't really dove into that too much. But she, like, grew up in, like, a fundamentalist, yeah, like, so compound. I'm sure she something feels like <laughs> unable to, like, stand up to men in that way. And that's probably something that was groomed into her by her, like, psycho-religious cult upbringing or whatever was going on there. But, like, okay, well, everybody else recognizes that this is a problem, like, that she's not liking this. Like, you guys do it then. Like, protect her. Right, right. And there
0: was something that, like, I really bothered me about... Luke was gone. He left the house. And then Austin shows up and he's like, yo, (laughs) where's Luke? Yeah. And they're all in the kitchen. Amanda's like, (sighs) he was like, just not, being appropriate. Like, she was, like, making it seem like he was, like, really being creepy on purpose. And I was yeah. like, Amanda, of all people, like, you know Luke. You know that he's, like, and I'm not saying that n- guys that are, like, nice
1: people to everyone else can't be, like, creepy. Obviously, that's not true. Absolutely. And boundaries were absolutely crossed with little Lindsay. But, like, I just, again, there were so many opportunities for, like, other people to step in and, like, mitigate the situation before it exploded and, like, uh-huh. I just, you know, I I wanted it all to be better for everybody involved. And I I, uh-huh. I think that, like, Luke, unfortunately, like, missed a lot of cues that could have been clearer. But at the same time, like, hopefully moving forward, those are things that he can recognize in people around him.
0: The way that he was, like, reflecting, he was, like, he was like, damn, am I that person? Like, hearing this, like, oh my God, I really need to look in the mirror. And I was like, Luke, like, it really, it made me, when he was crying on the phone to his sister I know. a couple episodes ago and, like, packed his stuff, like, I just felt sad for him. I feel like he just doesn't have an ally at the house, which is just, like, tough.
1: Well, that's kind of been his MO from the, the like, he's never had a guy in the house that, of any of the houses on any of the shows that he's been friends with. And I think that that, like, is sad, and I think it's a bummer because, like, those guys are like, we're buddies, and it's like, also Luke is here, and it's like, okay, well, that's, like, kind of not fair, and again, leaves him a little bit on an island where, like, I think if he was closer with Craig and closer with Mm -hmm. these other guys that they would have maybe felt more like, oh, yeah, well, like, she kind of seems like she might be into Corey, like, there just could have been more communication about where everybody is at, and maybe he would have been like, oh, maybe – Maybe instead of touching her, I should talk to her. Like, there's just, like, things that Mm -hmm. could have, like, prevented it from getting to the level of discomfort that she was feeling.
0: I feel like he is kind of close with Carl. And Carl and Lindsay, like, aren't there this season. Yeah, though they are Um, showing
1: up, and I'm ready for the Lindsay train to arrive. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So on Watch What Happens
0: Live, Amanda... So, yes, they are showing up on Winter House, but also they're, like... Really, Teasing there is drama summer off-screen, too, because Amanda on Watch What Happens Live had alluded to the fact, oh, yes. I guess one of the questions was Andy Cohen asked who the rudest summer Winter House cast member is to fans. To fans. And she said Lindsay,
1: or, like, wouldn't say Lindsay, but kind of alluded to it. She didn't say, like, they both were like, oh, I'm, like, Paige very, like, Paige is very dip-. She was like, I'm not answering that. But, like, Amanda kind of was like, mm, you know, and Andy guessed. He goes, "Is it Lindsay?" And then she goes, "Yes, yeah." And so, which makes me think that Andy also knows that that's true.
0: And Lindsay like really went on the defensive on social media, and she posted a bunch of photos of like I've of heard in Carl, I've
1: <laughs> heard Carl at Loverboy events. How could I be mean to fans? I have a boyfriend. Like that's what it was. Like that was the argument. <laughs> and then she ended up deleting all of them. I know
0: she's. But
1: no one has given more to us than Lindsay Hubbard.
0: She is, Hub House is made for reality TV.
1: I do hope that, like, down the road, as, like, we, I, I think at some point, you know, we see this with, like, Vanderpump and Southern Charm where it's, like, sometimes these shows go on too long and you either need uh-huh. to, like, completely clean house or, or end it. And, you know, both shows have done neither. Um, I would like to see a, like, Housewives-style spinoff of, like, what Lindsay and her friends are like in New York. But I start to get the feeling that Lindsay does not have a lot of female friends. Interesting. Because now her and Danielle, I mean, that whole... Yes.
0: Her and Danielle, and they sat on that
1: same... All I do is spend my days digging for information about what's going on there.
0: Oh, my God. And, I mean... Same here. Please, please, next time you're digging, hit me up because I am definitely doing the same thing. I'll send you all my findings. Thank you. (laughs) It's a joint investigation. The black phone movie. I'm I'm the guy with like the the black... The murder board.
1: Yeah, totally. The murder <laughs> board.
0: I'm so annoying. I keep bringing up your podcast. Oh my God. Okay, bring sorry, it up everyone. as much as
1: you want. I also like... <sighs> we joke on the podcast that I'm like a moron with like no short or long-term memory. So like even you just being like the black phone. I'm like, did we do that? Yes, we did. Like it's just like yes. that to me. It's like still feels fresh. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> But no, I'm not watch what happens live episode with Paige and Amanda... Andy was like, do you think there's a chance of reconciliation between Danielle and Lindsay? And they were like, no. It was
1: like a hard no. They were both like immediately like an, an emphatic like, yeah. no. I think that Lindsay did something. I think that this is, we're going to see that the fault, at least in the edit and with the core group, is with Lindsay.
0: I don't know what to believe because we really know nothing. Nothing. They're I keeping think, it
1: locked up.
0: Yeah. They are keeping it.
1: God, I want that season to come out. What's it called?
0: So. Tight. Ty- to the best. Yeah,
1: close to the best. Close to the best. I'm like, what? What's the
0: phrase again? <laughs> but I was trying to think of the phrase close to the best, and
1: I completely lost my yes. of thought. They, they really, like, have, like, let nothing out except that they are no longer speaking. And, like, even at BravoCon, I think Andy was like, how would you describe this fight? And, like, Danielle and Lindsay were both, like, super stoic, and, like, they are both, like, unfortunate.
0: Like, what happened? I think maybe it's something to do with that. Like, Lindsay always had, like, the boy problems and the toxic relationships. And Danielle was, like, her person. Yeah. For that stuff. And now that she's in a really healthy relationship now engaged. I think that changes dynamics. Obviously, again, it's like we don't know what happened. But, like, I can imagine that that's, like, a dynamic shift where maybe Danielle's like, you don't need me anymore, apparently.
1: I think— That Lindsay is a fabulous reality star, and I think she is in her romantic relationships 110%, and she is so desperate for love and to build the family that left her, and she is so wonderful. I think that she is a bad female friend. I do not... She does not have female friends. Like, we don't really see... like. Christina in season one was her friend and like that blue remember Christina? Christina. I, look I am like a Summer Reporting House lives. like <laughs> expert it's like the only It's I think it's the best show that Bravo's ever made that's my it really controversial really I, I honestly might be with you on that one it's look I mean season two of Vanderpump is Shakespeare but like Summer House as an entire oeuvre has given us a lot yes is Emily
0: Bronte yes absolutely
1: I don't I don't know no I think guys, that works totally <laughs> But I think that Lindsay, like, if she has to choose between a romantic relationship with a man or a platonic friendship with a woman, like, it doesn't matter the circumstances. She's like, the man, the man, the man, the man. Like, I think that she gets with Carl. I think that that's, even though, like, the three, I think it was less that Danielle and Carl used to date and more that the three of them were really close friends. Mm -hmm. And this changes the friendship dynamic And I think that Danielle tries to bring it up, maybe does it really poorly. And Lindsay goes off on her and is like, You're about, like, you don't support my relationship. You don't even care that I finally found love after all these years. And, like, meanwhile, what has Lindsay ever done to support Danielle? At least that we've seen on camera. I believe that they were actually very good friends for a couple of years. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it. I can't wait. It's all I think about.
0: (laughs) I know. I'm excited. Literally all I think about. All I think about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I think
0: there is something like when you mentioned that Lindsay is trying to build that family unit that like she never really got her mom abandoned her as a child that and I've never really thought about that before. The how like that definitely causes obviously mommy issues, but also like deep rooted internalized misogyny where yes. like you maybe don't trust women because the one woman in your I life. I 100% agree. Yeah. So, Whew. you know what?
1: We're just psychoanalyzing Hub House right now. But- I will say, to go back to Winter House very quickly, please. I'm very glad that they aired this in the way that they have because I do think that what Luke did and then reflected on and learned is something that a lot of men need mm-hmm. to learn and need to see and would not understand. That, not that men are watching Winter House, which is the problem, but like, I think that it's a, ve- I think it's like actually very educational as we kind of are in this like post me to like reconciliation mm-hmm. with like, what is sexual harassment? What is sexual assault? What are boundaries? Like, I-, I think it's very exciting, even though obviously this woman felt terrible in the moment, like, and Luke obviously feels bad after. I, I think like showing mm-hmm. this is good for society.
0: Yes, I totally agree with you. It also was leaked during the season that he was like not invited back to Summer House because of inappropriate behavior, and all of the rumors were kind of swirling already. And it's like, what,
1: what is he guilty of? Like, it's it. I read a theory that that's Craig's people. Yes, leaking that, and I am so with you on that. I'm so I believe with you that on that theory. I did not come up with it. I believe that theory. I think it was like no, on Dumois I, or something. I don't know. It's like what's research anymore. <laughs> I totally buy into
0: that theory, and I also i I did see the same theory actually yeah I, I, I. believe we have a lot
1: of the same sources.
0: <laughs> yes, the same, the same sources. A.K.A. We follow like Dumois yes. and like Summerhouse Reddit. Yep, but <laughs> Craig. And I said this last week on my episode with O. Chadwick that I think that Craig was just looking for a reason to, you know, freak out at Luke. Like, it's not like he was like, "I'm standing up for women." Like, shut the fuck up, Craig.
1: You do not care about women. Craig doesn't. Craig sucks. I really hate Craig. And like him, like freaking out over like Luke, kind of like touching the back of Paige's hair. Like, we all know that that was. Maybe that's something that like Paige doesn't like, but like that is not. I, I thought that his com, he Craig completely overreacted to that. that was, it was like a disproportionate reaction, yes, and you for know what it that was. if like
0: Austin or like Kyle put yes. their hand at this, he he wouldn't have said anything. One
1: Austin could pick up Paige, like by her tits, and like Craig would be like, "Lol, that's fine," and like he'd be
0: like, "Bro, yeah,
1: like, you got her." Like it's just like ugh, I don't know. And Craig is such a he's just just a dirtbag. What are your, like, predictions on Craig and Paige's relationship? I think that they'll stick it out for a while. I think it is a mutually beneficial relationship for both of them. I think it's, like, interesting in, like, her conversation with Amanda, like, in Winterhouse, where she's like, I think that this works for us, being long distance. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't think that this is the love of your life by any means, Mm -hmm. Paige. But I think it, like, it works for her professionally like yeah she can be on two shows there's the chance of three a, three three yeah she can be on three shows there's the chance like you know maybe we'll get a spin-off of like just us like doing something like you, it's like all the other loose like relationship existed why couldn't Paige and craig have like a five episode jackson Brittany take kentucky yeah like there's just so many chances i think for her and like he has a pillow store. She's, like, doing an Amazon fashion line. Like, I think that there's, like, synergy there somehow that, like, she's not wrong for opportunistically staying in this relationship, but, like, I have a hard time, like, seeing what either of them could see in either, like, like <laughs> in either party. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. What do you think?
0: I think that the way the way that she... I said at one point that, like, I think actually in my first episode of the season with Laura Parker, maybe my second episode, I was like, if they got engaged tomorrow or if they broke up tomorrow. Like, I wouldn't be surprised either way. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm at the point where I'm like, they're not gonna... The way that she talks about him. And I feel like Paige is very... I, I get really annoyed with Paige, but I think it's also because I sometimes see myself mm-hmm. in Paige. Like, she's very, like, relatable. I think we're, like, pretty much the exact same age. I think I may yeah. be a little bit older than her. And
1: she's like... I mean, Paige is still funny and still has a lot of... The, I feel like the insights that the audience has on, yes. on on other people's stuff. Like I think that she like looks at other relationships or other people in these shows and sees what they do and has the same reaction that we all have watching it. Like she's yes she gets and in that way then it's like oh I like her because we think the same. Yep, exactly. And I'm no page fan, but no, yes. same me neither. But I think that's what like makes her so appealing uh-huh. to us. The way that she talks about him. I'm like, this,
0: again, it's like, this isn't the love of your life. If no. you're saying, Craig has half a brain cell. Oh my God, why would you want to marry someone that has half a brain cell?
1: And he does. It's true. I mean, <laughs> at best. And even the way she at just best. runs off when he starts getting, uh uh-huh. like, loud and out of control. Like, if you really, if somebody was like, if you were like, this is my person and this is my partner and I kind of wanted, like, you would be more involved in what's happening in trying mm-hmm. to de-escalate, which she doesn't do. She lets him go nuts because she understands what we're all here for. Um, but she also then doesn't like try and mitigate the situation. She doesn't mm-hmm. like, she doesn't do anything to help anybody. She just like runs away. But she also doesn't do anything to help like her friends who are on the receiving end of it sometimes.
0: Yeah. I did see though that she was like when she was talking to Crypto Lindsay, she was like, Craig, Craig's delivery She was like Craig is not wrong His delivery though And I was like He is I mean Some of what he said Was wrong Yes <laughs> It was the delivery And the content Of his message Yeah And she also, at the same time, like, again, it's like she wasn't really taking either side. I feel like she still was, like, kind of feeling bad for Luke, but not—I don't know. But you're right. It's like she never really mediates or, like, helps
1: the situation. She's just, like— She wants it to play out because she wants the show to be super dynamic because, like, that's what people are, like, glued to the TV for. And she knows that that's what she needs because, like, the second she doesn't have a Bravo career, she kind of doesn't have anything. Like— yeah. I, I I know why logistically she's doing that, but it's like, well, that's not what you would do if you were like actually in a loving partnership with somebody. Yep, exactly. I don't think. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> News flash, whether you like it or not, the holidays are fast approaching, and whether you need cozy flannel PJs for Christmas morning or Hanukkah morning, or a spicy set to put on while you pose under the Christmas tree for a special someone, or the Hanukkah bush, Adore Me has you covered, literally. The new November collection has it all, from Santa-inspired sexy little things to snuggly sets for your winter break. And the best part about Adormi is the inclusive sizing. Adormi carries sizes XS through 4X. You can always find your perfect size. Go to adormi.com now to prep for the holidays, get your first set for 50% off, and use code SOTRUE10 for an additional $10 off. That's adormi.com and code is SOTRUE10. Ho, ho, ho. Are you
1: watching Potomac? I have never really gotten into, like, not because I don't want to, but because, like, I missed the first few seasons, and then it, I, I haven't, I need to go back and start from the beginning and catch That's up. That's what I did.
0: That's I what I did. I think it. it was actually in 2020. So it was, like, during the pandemic that
1: I, from the beginning, and it was so worth it. I it's debated like, doing that then, and I missed that boat, and now I feel like I need, I think, like, as we get into kind of, like, cold weather, staying home more, I need to just, like, pick a day and be like, today I uh-huh. start. And just do it. Because I know it's fabulous. It's an amazing journey.
0: And what I always say about Potomac is that it's like, it's the one Housewives franchise that is comedy. Like, yes. it's just like comedy. Like, yes. they're so freaking funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, have you been watching Salt Lake City? Obviously. Thoughts?
1: I'm a little, like, we need one more person. Like, we're di- we're running a little You're lean. not liking the five Housewives? It's a little lean for me. I think, uh-huh. like... Angie, there's always Angie, you know? I do think Angie being in the mix like does help because like it's really hard because like the divisions, I feel like Beverly Hills is also guilty of this where it's like when the Uh divisions are so deep, there's no chance of like people, like I feel like on New York, those women are constantly not speaking to someone or best friends with them within three weeks. Like they just don't, mm -hmm. it's not like, oh, I could, except for like, Bethany and Jill. You know, it's like, that was a Mm -hmm. real fight that was an end. Like, I feel like, God, like, Whitney and Heather, like, they're family. And, like, Whitney's going through, like, trauma reliving, like, somebody related to Heather abusing. Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. that stuff is, like, so intense that they're not gonna, like, turn around in an episode and be like, oh my God, sorry, I was being such a fucking bitch. Like, they, like, there's, it's all, and, like, with Jen and her, and, like, I think Lisa and Meredith will never be friends again, even though maybe they do. I, I couldn't tell, because in the most recent episode,
0: they're, like, hanging out and laughing together. I'm like, wait, where, where did, I, I missed whatever
1: happened where they, like,
0: made yeah. up, I guess.
1: Yeah, I just, I, I'm in on Salt Lake City, but I'm, I need a little bit more. Uh-huh. I need a little bit more. And again, I think we need, a, we need a sixth housewife. I think five, They're filling the time, but, like, I think we just need someone else in the mix. And, like, Uh uh, I don't miss Mary for a lot of reasons, but I think— I don't at all. But I think that, like, having someone else in the mix does take a little bit of the pressure off of, like, some of these moving pieces Uh and just kind of lets it feel a little bit more dynamic.
0: I do feel like for a five-housewife season, they are bringing it. Like, it hasn't been boring. Totally. But— I agree with you that
1: I think they need to get some. I worry that we're just going to keep spinning the scene. Uh-huh. Like that by the end, it's going to feel like Beverly Hills where it's like, wow, like Erica still hates Sutton. Okay. Okay. Like w- what has changed in the last two years? Yeah. Ex-
0: that's why Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills definitely, definitely needs a change up. And yeah. what I've been saying, and I'm speaking it into existence, that Lisa Rinna is not coming
1: back. I think Rinna's done. I think... I think they, I need Erica out of there personally. Like, I hate you're watching done with her. Erica. I'm done with her. Diana yeah. obviously is gone. Thank yeah. God. I mean, she's gone. I she's think barely we, on the reunion. Let's demote Dorit and Kathy to friends of. Like, I don't- Kathy
0: is a friend, friend of,
1: but yeah, you yes, I mean, she Let's keep as a her of. a friend of. Honestly, uh-huh. I could lose Kyle, but- I know, same. That's, same, but like, you're I not really, gonna lose I've Kyle. I've never, I know I've never liked Kyle, but I would like to see, like- I like Garcelle, obviously. I like Mm Sheree. Let's, like, keep her in the mix. Like, Uh I don't know why. Did you know that she was married to Will Smith? Yes. Like, that's interesting. I, like, didn't even know that. They never even mention it. And, like, I thought that she was, like, a fun— It was, like, nice to not see Garcelle feel so, like, racially isolated. And it was nice to have another Black woman around. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that should be happening whether it's her or someone else. I think I'm done Mm -hmm. with, like, this tokenization. I like Crystal controversially. I think that she started to come into her own. I love Crystal. The back half of the season, she really started to be, like, more interesting. And also, like, I get all the things that she's saying. Like, I I think Uh that, like, the problem is this general— They're all like, you're a millennial. It's like— yeah, she's just been to therapy. Like the rest of you, just haven't been to therapy in a real uh-huh. way. Like, uh huh. Um, and I, I, I love Sutton. I think that she's good at being on
0: TV. I'm obsessed with Sutton. Yeah, I'm a certified slutton. Me too. That's for sure. Obsessed with her, but I like that. And I think honestly. I I keep going back and forth with Erica because it's like the legal drama. It's like, what did we even see of her legal drama this season? Nothing. And all she does is like, yeah, is
1: deny until she's blue in the face. So it's like, I don't want to watch another season of that. And we've seen her anger over it already. So that doesn't even feel that transgressive. Like, I think that Uh this season, the Aspen freak out, like that did feel like elevated from what we saw last year. Like I was like, oh, this is kind of a new level of anger. But I don't know what else we get. I think that that well uh-huh. is dry. Yep. And even if there is more there, that's like a darkness I actually am not interested in watching. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. If she could do something else, like, I'm even interested in, like, what is Erica's dating life? Like, I'll see She's, a, of, she's a one-trick pony. I love on the reunion, she was like, I had sex last night. It's like, and it's like, no, you sh-. didn't. Yeah, no, you I don't didn't. think you did. Like, I love Dick. <laughs> shut up. Like, yeah, like if you loved up. Dick, I don't think that you would have been married to a senile man. Like, I, it's just like, those things don't square for exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah, I think beyond her legal, like, journey, we don't have much. And she's so— Understandably, like tight-lipped about all of that. Yeah, allegedly this, and it's like how much like these women are bored with it. Like, so we're definitely bored with it for legal reasons. What did she say about the earrings? It's like, why are you trying to get them back? And she's like, for legal reasons. He's like, so you're trying to get them back? And she's like, for legal reasons. And it's like, okay, (sighs) I don't shut up. I want to see. I want to know more of who Sutton's friends are. Oh my god! Like you know they're insane. I
0: know. I would love for the show to be centered around Sutton and Garcelle more. Mm -hmm. And I, I again, it's like I feel like I always go back and forth on the Erica thing. And you've like fully convinced me at last that like Erica does not need to come back. I think we've seen everything that Erica can give us, and that's enough. So yeah, I wonder what Bravo is going to. do. I think that
1: her vibes are rancid. Like oh, they are just putrid. There's no fun. There's like no fun to her anymore. Uh huh. And the. Glimmers of fun we get, I think, are going to be harder and harder Uh to get out of her. That's the thing about Erica. Like, I liked seeing her and Sutton have fun. I think that they probably do enjoy each other's company. But, like, they're both going to be less and less likely to give that over time as this just hardens more. And it's like, well, if we can't Uh get that, then there's kind of nothing fun about her anymore.
0: Right. She really is, like, the one housewife that, like, cannot laugh at herself. Like, she takes herself so seriously. Yeah, and she can never be wrong. Yeah, yep. And I'm also, I mean, like, with Jen Shaw also, I'm very curious to see what happens when, like, she finally pleads guilty this season because this entire season so far, she has been, you know... We're gonna fight this. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna fight this. I'm innocent. Yeah. And as we all know, she ends up pleading
1: guilty. So, and then Andy claimed that once she pled guilty, they cut all ties. So, I'm like, will she be yeah. at the reunion? That's a great question. It's going to be a four housewife reunion. Like, that's so boring to me. But, like, if Andy claims that they're not, like, they haven't shot the reunion yet because it usually happens, you know, halfway through a season. Uh-huh. So, some stuff is aired. That's actually a great question because,
0: yeah, she obviously was not invited to, or she was invited to BravoCon originally when she pled guilty. Her invite was rescinded. She crashed anyway. She's obviously not going to be asked back for next season. I guess it's such an interesting, and I said this um, on a recent episode with Remy Casimir, how, like, it's such an interesting barometer Mm -hmm. that, like, like, her, there are so many awful, awful housewives that have done awful things, but it's, like, the moment that you admit that you're guilty, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. It's
1: interesting. Yeah. In a court of law. I mean, but it's, like, We've like, but Thomas Ravenel was allowed to be on Southern Charm after getting out of prison, right. So right, I don't know, like what and wait,
0: did he did he reappear after he was um accused of rape or he was
1: done after? I that? think that that came out after like between okay. okay. I right. want to say that like once that came out, it was like he is no longer part of this network, uh-huh, uh-huh, so okay, okay, fair. So there's a le- so there's like, Okay crimes and not okay crimes. Right.
0: And I think actually on Andy's, I don't listen to Andy's like radio
1: show. Do you? No, who has the time?
0: Yeah, like who has
1: the time? I'm already devoting hours and hours a day to watching the shows. I can't also. Also like, how does Andy have the time? I don't understand. He has two children now.
0: I mean. Like, when does he rest? I mean, we all know how Andy gets through the day. So. (laughs) It's chilling. But, yep, yep. Um, but he said something along the lines of, on a recent show, someone posted a clip on like Twitter or Instagram or something where he was like, we're talking about elderly people who were scammed out of their money. Like the fact that she's pleading guilty to that, I think he was explaining the difference between Teresa, a yes. Teresa pleading yeah.
1: guilty versus Jen Shaw pleading guilty. And I think that that like, that is like, if there are like victims who are not like the government, the government or yep. like. You know, yourself somehow, like you know, the right. But if other right. people are getting harmed and actual victims can be claimed, then that is a good line. Like right. I agree with
0: that. And I agree. But since this is Jen Shaw's last season and maybe her last year as a free woman, um, we better get some good legal drama. Yeah. We need it. Yeah, we, we deserve it. Okay, Allison. Besides Housewives and Bravo, because I know you're obsessed with that, what is one thing you're obsessed with
1: right now? Okay, so I'm like very heavily online, but like only in certain corners of online. But there is a Twitter account that I love that I just think everybody should follow. It's called Jorts the Cat. It's a cat. I love cats. I don't have one, but I'm obsessed with cats. It's a cute orange cat, but the cat, quote unquote, um, is super pro-labor and pro-union and um, tweets a lot, like the cat is tweeting a lot about supporting workers' rights and a lot of the unionization battles going on in different industries and specifically like California farm workers and things like that. And it's like, genuinely, I'm like, oh, this is the nexus of my interest. It's like a really cute cat and you see pictures of Jorts the cat. But then you also get a lot of information on like, different labor strikes and different labor movements that are kind of like moving across the country and and hopefully like protecting people and getting them living wages. So that is something I really am obsessed with.
0: Love. I just followed Jorts. Everyone go follow Jorts the cat. That's the exact
1: handle. Yeah. <laughs> Jorts. Good old Jorts. 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 It's such a cute name. I just like, I don't love have animals, but I don't I know, have pets. I know. the Same.
0: I don't have a cat either, but I do. And I'm actually, both of my parents are allergic. So I think it's safe to assume that like I am probably, probably allergic if I spent enough time around a cat, which I really don't ever, yeah. but I think they're so funny. They're, they're so funny and so cute. And I saw the cutest. I'm going to show you this. I mean, if you're listening at home, you can't see this, but this, no. if you can see in a stroller no. yesterday, I love him. And it was one
1: of those, Big what are fluffy. they called? A coon? A main coon? coon? Maine coon. Yeah. <laughs> They're so big and so fluffy yeah. and so cute. It's so fluffy. His name was Boone. Boone the Maine Coon. Boone the Maine Coon. I'm obsessed. Taking his
0: little stroll. I know. It was so. And the owner was like, sure, you guys can say hi to him. And then like unzipped. And then we were like,
1: okay, It's like open bye, the sunroof Boone. for Boone. Yeah, <laughs> bye, Boone. And then he was like, okay, and zipped it back. <laughs> I'm like, oh, if somebody's got a cat on the street, I'm like, I'm talking to the cat. I need to meet this cat. It's outside. Tell
0: me more. <laughs> my friend was like, oh my God, you don't see enough cats like on the street these days. I would love to see more kitties outside. You know what? I was just, this sounds so annoying, but I was just vacationing and I, this is my first vacation in a long time. It's not like I'm some like chic jet setter, but I was in Santorini on vacation in September. Santorini, it's stray cats Everywhere, oh, yeah. and everyone, everyone just takes care of them. Yeah, like everyone just like feeds they're them. They're just community cats, it. community cats, and
1: I was like so obsessed with them. They I were know, so cute. They're all over uh, Greece. I just like wish we had that. I know. I mean, like, we have bodegas,
0: and <laughs> we do have but bo- those like aren't community cats. No. though. I feel like they're like the bodega owners' cats.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: they belong. Yeah, okay. they live in the store. Yeah, they live in the they live on the shelves. Yeah, at the chips. Um, they
1: live on the chips. <laughs>
0: okay so what i'm obsessed with right i actually spoiled my what i'm obsessed with because i already mentioned barbarian really obsessed with that movie everyone go watch it even if like you're not a horror person
1: it is scary i think it's really build as a horror comedy though so like if you think you could do that space i think that you should like hearing about it i was like oh i could probably have watched this like yeah i think you could have yeah
0: Especially if you come armed, like, with the Wikipedia page knowledge. So, you, like, there's no, like, jump scares. But I also... Something else that I watched this weekend was the new Netflix show, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Oh. And it's a new anthology series. I'm a big fan of, like, Twilight Zone, American Horror Stories, like, the anthology. Mm. The anthology seasons of American Horror Story plus, you know, original A.H.S., But it's just every episode is like its own little mini horror movie, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, That sounds right. And they're really like dark. Like I kind of had to take a break. I have like a couple episodes left that I'm definitely going to finish. But I was like really into that over the weekend when I had COVID. I'm trying to think of one of one of the famous horror writers... Mm. who, it's not like Stephen King. It's like some famous horror writer at some of his stories that they use, but I oh, can't fun. remember his name, and now I sound like an
1: idiot. Um, I could not recall one, so.
0: Yeah, I'm like Stephen <laughs> King. Sadly exactly can't all help,
1: despite hosting a horror podcast. I know.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that. Um, okay, what are you cringing at lately?
1: <sighs> I mean, as I said, I'm very online, and I'm especially very on Twitter, and... um Elon Musk as a whole. I mean, always and forever Elon Musk I am cringing at. Every single thing he's done, the Hyperloop is just, like, the worst thing I can think of. Teslas are stupid cars. Like, I like that they're electric and everything else about them sucks. But his actual moving forward with buying Twitter and saying Uh that he wants people to pay for their verified check marks, like, bro, like, you don't know why we have, like, that's not, that has nothing, I would never pay for that. It's it's so funny it's because so it's like funny. he's such a loser.
0: He's such a freak. I liked the tweet that was like, wait, I actually posted on my Instagram story because it really made me laugh. Chris Fleming, comedian, oh, yeah. tweeted Elon Musk's Twitter journey is very Jack Skellington trying to do Christmas, yes. which is just like perfect. Perfect. But it's like the fact that anyone who already has a blue check mark is not going to pay for one, and then the people that do pay for them are people that are kind of like not any sort of authorities on news or journalism right or but,
1: anything that you kind of need blue check marks for the point was just that you could authenticate who you are, especially if you're a public figure or if you're posting like articles and things like that that you uh-huh. could, that it's like it's like oh okay, that's per it's not like it's not like I could go get the handle for the queen of England and tweet as her. And it's like, we don't know if this is her or not. It's like the point of blue check marks was just verified. It's literally like identity verification being verified. And he's like, there's no, you don't gain anything by having one. Nothing happens. So it's like, nobody would pay for that. I'm not going to pay to be on the internet. I already pay to be on the internet.
0: Exactly. (laughs) I have to pay for internet. You think I'm paying. I know I pay way too much for spectrum, especially with the cable package. Yes, of
1: course. Yes. I'm in the same boat.
0: It's like, I, I'm not going to pay Twitter
1: $240 a year. They need to be paying us. That is 240 cans of Diet Coke I could get from a bodega. <laughs> yes. I am not exactly. going like, to do that. It's,
0: it's so absurd and... Chaos. Chaos. And apparently, I mean, we we know that he's like completely gutted the Twitter team. Yeah. So solidarity with um team Twitter yes. having to deal with that. You guys
1: should all quit. I hope you all have yeah. some savings and you can just fucking walk away because he sucks. He makes, he it's, is he is the definition of being cringy.
0: He really is. He really is. And he thinks he's, it's the way that he thinks he's Tony
1: Stark, like from yes. Iron Man.
0: <laughs> I actually said that to my friend the other day
1: and she was like, I don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I see where she got, I, I've never seen Game of, of Thrones, but I get the connection <laughs> that she's made.
0: <laughs> oh my God. No one is praising us enough for that. I know. Neither of us have watched Game of Thrones. Like, we deserve so much praise and attention. It for got, that. like,
1: hard to not watch it at some point because it's all anybody was talking about. But I was like, I just know I don't want to start this. <laughs> I just don't want to. We held out. I'd rather start Potomac from the beginning. That's what I'm going to do yes, with my time. That's th- You're
0: like, screw prestige HBO dramas. Yes,
1: I'm in for Bravo reality.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of reality, I'm cringing at kind of like, I feel like no one cares about the second one. No one cares about either of these things. They're like not significant. But Kendall Jenner dressing up as a cucumber for Halloween, like trying to be funny. And everyone was like, queen, she can laugh at herself. And I'm like, it's so late now. Like no one, yeah, it's like, no, she can't. Like, you're so annoying. Everyone forgot about that.
1: Somebody posted the photo of her, like um, in the costume with this, Side by side of like the scene where she was cutting it wrong, and the they captioned it. I love how she never serves; (laughs) like
0: it's just like literally, she doesn't. (laughs) She can't serve anything. No, just she 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 doesn't serve. She gives us nothing. Nothing. And the other thing that I'm cringing at, I don't know if you watch Bachelor in Paradise.
1: I do not. I I like, you know, just drew a line, and I was like, Bravo is kind of where my. Trash viewing lies. Though yes. I will say that I've extended into like the Netflix Love Is Blind universe. Love Is Blind. I haven't started the new season, so I have like no thoughts oh my yet. God. But I'm starting you it tonight. You have to start the
0: new season. New episodes just dropped yeah. today. Oh okay, yeah. So I'm gonna just binge it tonight so I can talk
1: about it work with uh, the people who watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually like in the process of catching up with the new episodes. But season three is good so far. I'm into it. I'm excited. But spoiler alert: if you're not spoiled, um, skip ahead. Victoria. She apparently ends up with Johnny at the end of the season and has recently been spotted with Greg Grippo, my arch nemesis. (laughs) I hate that man so much. I hate him so, so... Everyone knows that I hate Greg Grippo, like, more than anything. I love that. But she posts on Instagram. So it's, like, it's bad that they were spotted together, like, in Italy because it's, like... The season isn't over. Mm. Like, we're not supposed to know that, like, you're now with Greg. That's the hard but part anyways, about sh- all
1: of these shows in this era is like information uh, is out there so easily. And like, some of these people can't help themselves and paparazzi exist. And it's like, uh, yeah, exactly. can't we just enjoy the thing? But it's hard to. Yep. Yep. That
0: it was like stupid of them though. Yeah. It's like you, you have just wait, you know, just wait like a month yeah. until the season is on airing but she posted herself like in a black gown and she goes, go on and put on that dress that all the bad boys like. And Greg Rippo commented before he deleted someone after three seconds after he posted it, screenshotted it. And then he like dirty deleted it. He commented, good girl.
1: Ew. 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 I know. And you like don't even know these people, but you're like. No, but I'm still like my insides are like receding know. into themselves. It's so gross. I know. It makes me. Good girl wanna, is the like, grossest disappear. thing a man could say to a woman. That is unacceptable I know. behavior.
0: Isn't that just like the ickiest? And I've like, Ugh. I've like dated guys in the past. And I'd be like, oh, you know, like they're, they're like, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just like cleaned up, took a shower. And they're like, good girl. Ew. And I'm like, Ew. Ew. Nothing Ooh. gives me the and not serious boyfriends. I would never get yeah, that just far. Yeah, like
1: dudes you're talking to. Yeah, just like to. dudes.
0: Exactly, and I'm like, that's the the biggest way to turn me off. Get get me drier than the Sahara. Yes.
1: <laughs> so dry, so gross. It's such a gross <laughs> thing to say to someone.
0: I know, and what I just said is really gross too. I'm sorry. Allison, thank you so, so much for coming on. This was so much fun. And again, you make me so starstruck because you're just a brilliant, hilarious mind.
1: And all I want to spend it on is talking about winter. I know.
0: (laughs) And it's 99% just Danielle and Lindsay.
1: Is their friendship over? Minimum 99%. So much is just eaten up by what happened in that friendship. How did it fall apart? How much of it are we going to see? What's going to happen in the future? Like, I just, I must know everything. (gasps) Oh, we'll see. my God. We'll see. Yeah,
0: we're going we're gonna to find out, hopefully. And the season of Vanderpump Rules, I'm very excited for. We know a
1: lot of shit is going to go yeah. down. Actually, Tom and Sandy's is, like, about to finally open. I have a friend who's going. I think it's tonight that we're recording. Tonight is the the opening. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Yeah, they did their, like, staff party opening over the summer, but tonight's, like, a public opening.
0: Oh, my God. I
1: know. I wish I was there.
0: I still haven't done like a Vanderpump Rules like bar crawl, um, in LA, which I like need to do mm-hmm. next time. I'm yeah, in yeah, LA. yeah. There's some important spots. Um, very, very, very sexy, unique yes. spots.
1: <laughs> very restaurant spots.
0: <laughs> okay, Allison, where can everyone find you besides? Ruined, the podcast. Available on all streaming platforms. Yeah, wherever
1: you get your podcasts, get Ruined. <laughs> and we're on social media, we're on social media at Ruined Podcast. And we have a Patreon if you feel like spending money on a podcast. By all means, we'll take your money. I'm also on Twitter for now um, and Instagram at AllisonLiby. And And between the two of those, I'm always posting like what stand-up shows I'm doing around New York and other places. So... Those would be the big things. I don't really have a ton of other stuff going on that comes that's like remotely coming up. <laughs> oh my
0: god! I am so sorry that I've been pronouncing your name as Allison Levy. Oh,
1: I like it. Doesn't register to me when people do, just because I'm like, of course, like I didn't, I did not notice.
0: <laughs> oh, you didn't? Okay. No. Oh my god! I'm so I messed up. Oh my god! I, I don't. Really ca- I
1: there is nothing
0: I could care about less.
1: There's nothing I care about less. I don't care. Um,
0: <laughs> okay, it's Allison Libby. Yes. Follow her on everything. Yes.
1: Listen to Ruins. Listen to Ruins. Support her work. If you know what happened with Lindsay and Danielle, like DM me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyone, anyone, please, please, please. She needs to know. Must know.
1: And yeah, like, is there anything else you're like working on right now that's really exciting? No, I'm working on some TV stuff that'll come out, you know, next <gasps> year. So just writing on other people's shows and things like that. And then we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what comes next. I'm kind of at a... An intersection, so. Oh, I'm so excited, though, for whatever
0: is next for you because, again, you are a brilliant <laughs> Oh, thank mind, you. Voice of a generation.
1: Well, this was super fun, and we talked about all of my favorite things, which are mostly Yay. Bravo and me, <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just talking about Bravo and, and me, jorts. like, kissing your ass. Yes. And jorts. So, yeah, like, what's not to love? Okay, thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. That was incredible. Like I said, Allison is such a freaking star, and I'm so obsessed with her, maybe even in a creepy way. Sorry if you couldn't tell. Don't forget to follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Libby. That is Allison with one L, and Libby is spelled L E I B Y. Listen to her podcast Ruined. If you couldn't tell, I'm obsessed with it, beyond obsessed with it. It's so good. Support her comedy and her writing endeavors because she is seriously just one of the most brilliant minds of our generation. And thank you for listening. It means the world to me. Don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and review if you enjoy the show. If you miss me between episodes, don't forget to check me out on So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey every other Monday for our pop culture roundup. Subscribe to my Substack. Follow me on Twitter at Soph while I still have Twitter. Instagram is at soap underscore Ross. Thank you so much to Adore Me for sponsoring. Don't forget to get new holiday essentials at AdoreMe.com and use code SOTRUE10 for $10 off. Thank you so much to Bob Mallory for producing. You're the best in the game, Bob. Everyone knows it. And thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. Love ya.